Do you ever freeze up when you have a difficult decision to make? And it's almost like in one moment you feel like you know the right answer and what would be best for you, but then you get hit with all of these what ifs. What if this is the wrong choice? What if it turns out different? What if I'm wrong? And then instead of being able to take care of yourself and move forward in either direction, you just freeze up and get stuck and do nothing at all. If this feels familiar, you are absolutely not alone. This is such a common phenomenon. And I'm going to share with you today a couple of reasons of why we end up in this place so that you're able to move maneuver out of it a little bit easier. You are listening to the Bold as Love podcast. I'm your host, April Star Boyd, and I'm a therapist, coach, and breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we talk about how we're taking responsibility for ourselves, our own health, our own wellness, our own happiness in our lives, and especially in our relationships, because these are the homes that we live in. So thank you so much for being a part of this conversation with me. I'm really glad that you're here. So this happens to so many of us, and I have been here so many times my own self, where maybe there's an opportunity that's come across your desk. (laughs) Maybe you're just really not okay anymore in a situation that you had hoped would be different whether that was a job or a relationship or something else that just isn't feeling like how you hoped it would feel. And in all of these moments, there's a decision that needs to be made. Do I stay or do I go? Do I turn left or do I turn right? And you might even notice as I'm saying that, a little bit of anxiety that gets stirred up in your system when there's this felt sense of pressure of what do I do now? What do I do now with this information when I know that I'm not really okay here or this is not really good for me or I want something different? And here's the thing that I see keeps a lot of people really stuck in this place. They're operating with this idea that when it comes to making decisions, that they have to make the perfect right decision. Let me explain what I mean. So if I've ended up, this works kind of two ways. One, it becomes a self-attack. If I've ended up in a job or a relationship or a situation that isn't panning out the way that I thought I would, I messed up. I messed up. I made the wrong choice. And now I'm kind of just being forced to live with my bad decision. And while I can look at my own life, sorry, you can hear my allergies acting up a little bit right now. As I'm looking at, you know, my own life and my own history, Yeah, there certainly have been times when I can look back and say, ah, (laughs) I wish I had have acted on some of the information that I knew, but that I didn't want to know, right? I'd wish I'd been brave enough to kind of act on the part of me that knew I wasn't really okay there or that something was off 
or that I was just destined for more or something else. And instead, we override that. And what I've heard many women describe is, you know, we override it partly because all the shame kicks in that says, I messed up. I messed up and I made the wrong move. And if I leave this situation, it's like admitting to the entire world that I have failed. And we've coded this need to change direction as failure. So of course we don't take action. Of course we don't turn right instead of left. Of course we keep ourselves in situations that drain us, deplete us, and waste our time and energy. Because leaving them triggers this alarm in the brain that says you have failed. And it's like turning to all your friends and family and waving a great big flag that says, I am a big failure who has screwed up. And we don't want to do that. So we stay. But we're thinking about change in the wrong way. We've got it wrong. When we're operating from this place of I should have known better or I shouldn't have got myself into this mess or I made the wrong choice, we're forgetting the fact that we all kind of start things with our best hope and our best intentions, right? I always say to couples, for instance, you know, when they're looking at this idea, do they stay or go in their relationship? Nobody gets married hoping that they're going to end up divorced, right? Even if there was red flags at that time, even if you can look back and be like, ah, you know, I kind of knew in hindsight, I can pinpoint that, you know, here were these really big red flags that I should have paid attention to. It doesn't matter anymore because now it becomes about what do you do with the, with the information that you have present tense. And we can go one of two ways. We can live our lives one of two ways. One is seeking this cruel pursuit of perfectionism. I've got to make all the right decisions. I've got to get this right. And the other one is allowing room for possibility. I don't know for sure, but... I'll make a different decision later if I need to. Here's what feels right right now. But instead of being committed to, I'm making the exact, perfect, flawless, criticism-free, right? Judgment-free, perfect, perfect, perfect choice. That doesn't exist. We don't have a crystal ball. We can't always predict how things are going to unfold. We don't have all the information, but we act like we should. And so instead, the goal becomes chasing perfection instead of chasing the goal of creating a life that actually feels really good to live. Notice how very different these two pursuits really are. I'm chasing the goal of always getting it right. I'm chasing the goal of always making perfect decisions versus 
my goal is always to be happy and healthy and take care of myself. And if that means that I need to pivot, change gears, renege on a previous commitment or decision that I made, I'm willing to do that because my happiness and my wellness is more important than my ego. We're talking about ego, that scared, frightened part of us that presents this mask to the world that says, I need to look like I have it all figured out. And we don't even believe in that crap, right? We don't even buy into that. It's just the software that is playing in the background of your mind and controlling how your system is operating. I'm choosing to chase perfectionism. It's kind of a cold, lonely, and damaging goal if you ask me. So what would this look like for you? If you stepped out of the goal of chasing perfectionism and getting it right, I'm using air quotes right now, and instead set your sights on, I want to be happy. I want to feel good. I want to be in a life that feels really good to wake up to. Because isn't that kind of the whole point? What's the award we get as the alternative? I stayed in this job that drained me for the next 30 years of my life just to prove I can do hard things. Great. (laughs) Good for you, right? Like that feels horrible, horrible. And I sometimes see that people come to me to book a private session and, you know, they'll tell me about not being okay, not being able to sleep, these feelings of anxiety that are coming up, these feelings of deep, awful dread about going into work on Monday, and this building sense of I am not okay. And after they unfold all of this not okayness to me, they will ask me, so how can I better manage my stress? And depending on the person and the situation, of course, what I will say is, let me get this straight. You're in a work environment that takes advantage of you, that wears you down, that leaves you depleted and unable to enjoy or participate in so many elements of your personal life, doing things that don't feel good and don't feel alignment with your values and your ethics or even your use of your own gifts and the fullest expression of your talents in this world. And you want to know how to better put up with all of that? Maybe we need a better goal. Maybe we need an exit plan. And maybe we need to put to rest this old mistaken belief that if I need to change direction, it means I have screwed up. And instead, stepping into life is messy, it's unpredictable, we don't always know how things are going to unfold, but my goal is to be happy and well and secure in whatever way that means for you. So let me know what stood out for you today. If you found this episode useful, I would love it so much if you shared it 
with somebody else that could benefit from being a part of this conversation as well. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.